Busy Birds. Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that one of the three pillars of sustainability is social sustainability? Social sustainability is about identifying and managing business impacts, both positive and negative, on people. Our guest today is an emotional optimist, coach, manager, and mentor, as well as the chief heart officer at Vayner Media. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Claude Silver. Claude, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Thank you, Mama Earth. Awesome. Claude, how did your journey actually start? Well, I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is in the high Rocky Mountain desert here in the States, 7,000 feet up. And I had a big love affair with the outdoors and really always have wanted to be of service in some way, shape or form. And I ended up falling into a career in advertising just by being in the right place at the right time. In 1998 in San Francisco, this is pre-Google, pre-Facebook, and had a really, really wonderful, happy, successful career in advertising for a good 20 years, I would say. In between advertising, I started an outdoor adventure and surfing company where I, uh, I taught surfing about 270 days a year in the cold Pacific Ocean. But again, I had you know, a love affair of being outside. And uh, one wonderful day when I was living in London in 2013, I was introduced to Gary Vaynerchuk and the rest is history. Wow, what a journey. I think there's, there's a lot of people thinking, first of all, obviously VaynerMedia, but the second thing that really popped out is I did not know you're a snowboarder or you do snowboarding and what was the other thing? Now I can't remember. <laughs> Surfing. Yes, the surfing, surfing and snowboarding. Yeah, that's amazing. I did not know that about you. Yeah, I love the water. I'm a mountain water girl. Oh, amazing. So, Claude, you are the chief heart officer at VaynerMedia. So, what exactly is the role of a chief heart officer? My role is to scale our CEO, Gary Vaynerchuk, and to infuse the agency with empathy and optimism and to really help people be their best selves, the version of their best selves, which means teaching life skills as well as hard skills here. So I, I think of myself as a coach, as everyone's coach and an ally, if you will. So how have you found as the chief hard officer that by having a kind of culture in the company like what Vayner has, plays a role in social sustainability of the company? Well, I tell you, we have a very young population here. 
And the millennials today, which are a phenomenal generation, they are incredibly driven by purpose. Part of that purpose is being good to Mother Earth, recycling, sustainability, not using paper or plastic. It's really fascinating. We've changed a lot of our practices here as a culture because of what our population asked us to do. And so we have gotten rid of straws, for example. We have gotten rid of plastic cups. And um, so we really listen to our people here. And also, how do you think it helps the company morale, you know, when, when you have someone in a position that you are in to be, be the heart of the company and make sure that, you know, everyone's kind of on, on the same page when it comes to a lot of stuff in the company? I'm extremely honored to be in this position where I am able to reach out and get to know and touch and talk every single employee. It gives me a lot of pride to be in this position where I can really listen and hold space and really hear what our population is looking for and then make changes based on that. And that's quite quite interesting for me as well because I feel, you know, when you look at VaynerMedia and I I was honored enough to actually go and visit you in New York when I was there and visit the office. And honestly, like when you walk in there, it's a feeling like I've never experienced before. Everyone just seems like so happy and, you know, obviously there's deadlines and there's all of these things, but it just feels like everyone is so productive and kind of love what they are doing. That's kind of the vibe that I felt. I'm sure, you know, whenever there is any issues or anything, then in a lot of companies you would find the HR manager, which everyone like kind of dreads most of the time because they don't really spend that much time to look at issues and to help you and consult you and, you know, to make sure that the correct people are in the correct positions. And, you know, you might not like to do video editing, but you've got a passion for something else. So how do you kind of take that to the next level in your role? What I really find to be important today is helping employees figure out their own career and to really architect their own career. And what that means is to follow their own path and their own purpose within, of course, a corporation. So inviting people to have outside gigs and supporting that, inviting people to try out different roles or different account teams and supporting that. We really want people to be their whole selves here. In order for someone to be their whole selves, they need to be in a culture which empowers that and which wants them to come in and be as unique as they possibly want to be. You know, we don't want people to separate who they are outside with who they are inside here. That's a very antiquated way of working, I believe. I think that there's a very big merge now between life and work. There's a, there's a blending and we want to support that. And for me, I also feel that obviously by doing that, it's a lot more sustainable, you know, when you look at the social aspect, because if someone's actually in the job that they really like, they will come to the job with you know, a positive attitude. They would actually enjoy what they are doing versus if you're in a role that you kind of, it's just a paycheck, then, you know, your your productivity is so much different than what yeah. doing it actually what you love to do. 
Absolutely. You know, how do we do this? Well, we listen to everyone. I, I, I spend so much time with each and every employee that I'm listening to what it is that makes them tick, what they're interested in, what they're interested in outside of work, inside of work, what's going on in their family, what's going on with their life. Yeah. So what would then be some of the methods or kind of advice on how you meet with new employees as well as kind of keep up with the existing employees that you would be able to share with all of our crazy birds today? First and foremost is spending time with everyone. That's extremely important. Spending time with your employees, getting to know what makes them tick is the key to everything. Without that, you're, you're kind of shooting in the dark, if that makes sense. So your employees, if you come to them with a attitude of, I'm here for you, I work for you, let me make your life better, they will open up and tell you. They really, really will. I know that to be a fact. So I just suggest that people spend time listening. So Claude, how do you do that with that many staff? Like how many how many staff members are there currently that you kind of look after? There's 800 at least. And we're in different areas of, of the world, as you know. So yeah. I spend a lot of time on in person, I spend a lot of time on Google Hangouts, on Skype. I travel quite a bit. Everything is to really make sure that they are getting what they want and they are achieving the goals they set out for themselves, but also the goals that we told them they would achieve in working with us. Yeah, that's a very important thing, I think, you know, because I feel if you are being told that you're going to reach a certain level in a certain amount of time, then, you know, every time that that deadline or, you know, milestone comes and you do not get that promotion or, you know, you do not get that raise or something, then it's really emotional, I feel, because now, you know, you kind of feel your company doesn't care and it's got a whole domino effect that things like that does. Yeah, I mean... It's a two-way street, right? We want to provide growth and learning and opportunity here for any of our employees. And then in exchange, we want them to show up and bring their curiosity and their creativity to work every single day. So it's a nice exchange and we, we each need to, we need to meet each other halfway. And one of my favorite quotes by you is that people need people that listen and then do something. This for me yeah. was quite powerful and really meaningful. So would you mind just elaborating a little bit more about this quote and why you think it's so important? Well, I do think it's very important because we are in community with one another. People, human beings are wired to belong with one another, to one another. And it's one thing to be there for someone and to hold space for them and to be unconditional and to be compassionate and kind. And it's another thing to actually help them move down the field, to take action where you can, especially if you're a leader. I think it's extremely important to show the people that you work with that you are here to make their lives better, to make their job easier, to help them remove roadblocks. So 
people need people. We are wired to belong and to connect. And people need people who will do something, who will take action. That's just part of the job. And if you are a leader, I believe you're in a very powerful position to really get stuff done, to really make a difference in people's lives. Yes, that's that's very true. And I think also something that I've really discovered is that in the corporate industry, you know, you've got this corporate ladder and, you know, in the end, you're going to be some leader or, you know, a manager or a director or something that is like kind of in a leadership role. But a lot of people, the moment they get in that role, they kind of discover, well, you know what, I I don't like to be the one to take all this responsibility and to kind of lead people. I much rather like sitting by my desk and doing my thing and getting the work done and don't really care whether the other people do their work as long as my stuff is done, you know? So you kind of get a lot of people I find that then only discover that. And then, you know, you're kind of in a situation where you're like, well, that's the next step in this corporate ladder. And what do I do if I don't get, if I don't get this step and I'm not good at this? Yeah. There's a lot of pressure, you know, let's be honest. There's a, we all move so very fast right now. We have, all of us are wired to technology. And I don't know anyone who's in the working world who isn't busy, who is time poor at this point. So it's just so important to be in communication with each other these days, more than ever, I think. And I think some of that communication really is best one-on-one in person. Yeah. Claude, what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? Well, I I believe, you know, I, I started recycling a long time ago, but funny enough, when I lived in San Francisco, I actually had a a very big compost situation going on in my apartment complex where we actually used worms to help us break down the compost. And when you give that to worms, what they do is they spit out this incredible juice that you then pour into your flowers and your plants, which makes them even more vibrant. It was really amazing to see the ecosystem of food, animal, plants. Oh, wow. And is there, I mean, in New York, I think there's some areas now that's got the compost, but not all. So hopefully in time, that will be there too. Yeah, definitely. I think it really does depend on where you live in the city. Uh, But certainly outside of Manhattan, there are, Compost is alive and well. Oh, awesome. One of the other things that I wanted to ask you, when we look at a lot of stuff that companies need to do training in, you know, everyone talks about these soft skills. And I know that's a word that you definitely do not like to use. Can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about that? And why is it important for us as employees to to Mm -hmm. actually take that to heart and improve on those those skills? Well, the skills I see as very, very necessary skills. They're life skills. And we need those skills such as intuition, gratitude, empathy, kindness, feeling skills to, I believe, be successful in this world. I don't like the term soft skills because I find them to, I find that to be extremely demeaning when you put hard skills and soft skills next to one another, those terms. Just the terminology alone, I think, caters to the fact that soft skills might be a little deflated. 
and they're not. They're they're absolute life skills. So I'd love to just do away with hard and soft altogether and just call everything skills. Yeah. That's very true. And I think in recent years, the HR department is really getting a a facelift. And I can see it with some of my friends' companies. Obviously, with me, it's only me and the company. So I need to be sometimes the the employee, the boss, the chief hard officer all in one. (laughs) But I, I can definitely see that there is some progress being made. And it is because of people like you that go go all out and just show the importance of this. And for that, I'm so grateful because I think there's a lot of people that has actually changed careers because, you know, they found out that, you know, through communicating that this is not what they need to do or that now actually was in situations that they did not like as much. And by being able to communicate that, now they're more happier at the company that they are at. Yes, I absolutely think so. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. And it's, you know, just wonderful to reach out to a new audience. And I hope I can provide value. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just going to move into the final five questions. So the first one is, what is one social media account that you follow? I would say, aside from Gary, I certainly follow Gary. I follow... Red Bull. I really like action sports, adventure sports. So that's something I follow and I really, really love quite a bit. And I follow a lot of our employees because I think they are really doing some fabulous things with their life. Yeah, I follow a lot of fitness instructors because they find them to be extremely empowering as well. Exactly. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? We bring peace to this planet as we bring peace to one another. Awesome. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, the biggest one is look at where you're throwing things out. Look Look at the products you use and then look at how much garbage you amass from those products. You'll be shocked. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey. Huh. I don't know if this is considered sustainability, but it's really being more empathetic with each other, being more tender, being more kind with one another, because I think that if we show another person kindness, they pass that on, and then that's passed on, and so on and so forth. And we can all be a part of this revolution of tenderness together. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. That is something that we need more of. And then, Claude, where can people actually find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all my name, Claude Silver. And I will absolutely write anyone back that writes me. Just might take me a little bit of time, but I really appreciate everyone that does reach out. It's incredible and it's a a big honor. Thank you so much for everything that you do and for teaching us with HR and stuff, I I don't even like to use that word because it just has all this negative connectivity to it. Thank you so much. And also, you've just had a, a little baby girl. That is um, also, you know, one of the things that I think is so wonderful. And if you can maybe just give like a final, final advice to 
any mothers and fathers and anyone that is going through all of the like work-life balance that you are with having a newborn and, you know, still trying to be empathetic and all of those things when you haven't slept through the night because, you know, Shalom was crying. Yeah. What, yeah. what advice can you kind of give um, people on that? The first bit of advice is you're not alone. There are parents that have been doing this for centuries. So accept help and accept their generosity when you can. I think that's the first thing. It's not easy to do this alone, especially being a working parent. That's the most important thing. Uh, the second thing is finding partnership, whether or not you are in a partnership or you have friends and support, finding people that you know you can do this with, because I think it's it would be extremely difficult to raise a baby alone today. It's there's there's such a huge demand on your time and certainly your energy. So find one, you know, find a partner, do this together, do this with someone. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Claude. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure our crazy birds have learned a thing or two about being more sustainable socially as well. Thank you so much for having me. I want to just give a big shout out to all your audience. And uh, I know they're very very valuable uh, to you in terms of your own network. So shout out to them. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.